I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through Queen. I'm tired of this. I know, really, guys. I, know. I swear to God, I'm gonna f- blow my casket. I really am. You're what? Hey, Brendan. Hello, Daniel. How's it going? Happy to see you reporting from Brooklyn, the same borough as me. Did it, is there a new chill in the air is now it? that I'm here? It's so, it feels a little spookier here by the graveyard, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a lot to get to this week. Dallas is back after a short hiatus. Uh, but before we get to all our shows, someone has said yes, and that is one Hannah Burner. This comes from People Magazine. Hannah Burner is an engaged woman. The Summer House <coughs> star said yes to boyfriend Des Bishop after a whirlwind romance people can exclusively reveal. The Irish comedian popped the question on Valentine's Day. Hannah told People, we're very excited. It all happened so fast, but when you know, you know. For the proposal, Bishop, 45, surprised Burner, 29, with a special callback to the start of their relationship. She said, When we first started dating, Des would send me this really funny video, singing videos that would make me laugh. On Valentine's Day, I woke up and I had a video of him singing, which I hadn't gotten since the summer. And then it ends with him being like, and I have a surprise for you. Burner says she turned to find Bishop on one knee. I'm in bed with my Invisalign on and my breath is terrible. And he's just kneeling on the side and then he pulls out the ring. I think I just made weird crying noises. Burner and Bishop began dating in July after mm-hmm. he reached out to her on Instagram. The couple say they had an immediate connection. Uh, Des said, I was fairly certain. I was certain fairly quickly that Hannah was the one for me. And the couple who met and got engaged amid a global pandemic don't plan on slowing down anytime soon. She said, we want to get married sooner rather than later. He's my best friend. Why wait? What is your hot take? 
Well, first of all, um, it's funny that his last name is Bishop and she has a podcast called Burn in Hell. Oh. Do you think about that? Um, and then the second part is, and we discussed the timeline of mm. them getting together, yeah. I think, last week's episode. But to think of how fast this engagement was and even quicker, they didn't spend time together for six weeks in the middle of like August, right yeah. after they met. Yeah. So that's even wilder. But what's, what's also wild is like, this is a relationship that has only occurred within the confines of the pandemic. I know that is crazy. Like, wouldn't you want to, to like see what life is like together as a couple during normal times as well? Yeah. Like maybe like what life is like when you don't have to put on a mask. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, exactly. Um, I wonder as to whether this played into why she's not going to the winter house. Cause I think it was revealed that, that in this article that this took place on Valentine's day. Mm-hmm. And that was a few weeks before shooting started for winter house. Yeah. I wonder, I mean, we had thought it initially it was the Bravo chat room, but I mean, it could be a lot of reasons. I mean, isn't one of the charmers in the winter house, the one that Hannah flirted with? Probably. Yeah. I think it was the one that she flirted with Austin. Austin. So like maybe she didn't want to put herself in a situation with that guy and have to like manage that with this new man. And we've learned that Luke is in the winter house as well. So that probably doesn't help. But like, I don't see Hannah turning down a paycheck Mm. or a chance to be on TV or in the spotlight. Sure. So I think she just wasn't just that. I think she just wasn't asked back, but that's my opinion. Why don't we get to the shows that are airing this week? Um, We're hot off of Bolo, Mm -hmm. the follow-up episode on Atlanta. We're in the thick of that, that dinner that we left off on. Mm-hmm. And Tanya, 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 just telling on herself. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, that's kind of like the big scandal of this uh, dinner. Is She's kind of like placing herself at the scene of the crime where no one was really even focused on her. I know, because like Tanya's kind of like the least, the last person you'd expect, right? Kind of. And she just puts her foot right in it. Well, I mean, like, the thing is, is, like, Kenya is clearly insinuating Portia throughout all of this, mm-hmm. but then also is bringing up s- that there is also someone else, but she's really not, like, shining the light onto Tanya at all. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, like, everyone else seems to, like, have an alibi or a story as to why they're not involved in this. Right. But, like, Tanya just makes it worse for herself. I know. Um, what do you think? I mean, what do you think about Kenya like really keeping her uh, foot on the neck of this situation? I just like don't see what she's trying to accomplish. Right, but I guess to cause drama and like keep a paycheck, right? I know, but it's like it's not really working. Like I think, I guess like a good way to a good comparison is like the Teresa stuff over in Jersey. Like, mm-hmm. Teresa's causing drama, and it's, like, naturally causing, like, a big stir. Right. Whereas, like, everyone in this situation, including 
Kenya's closest ally, Latoya, is like, what are you doing, Kenya? Right, exactly. Yeah. I like to see the cracks happen between Kenya and Latoya. I like we knew it was coming because like it's Kenya, you know? Yeah. But I like I like to see it. Well, they didn't have like any sort of foundation to begin with. Mm-hmm. It's like they became friends solely because of the show. Yeah, and it's like kind of bonded around bullying Drew. Yeah. Um, I mean, Portia kind of handles it well in terms of being like, I'm just like not, I'm disengaging. She, she pulled a, a Meredith Marks. A Meredith Marks, yes. Good for her. Yeah. Uh, it is interesting that the Marlo Kenya alliance seems to be growing. Mm-hmm. How long will that last, though? I don't know. I mean, it, it's like shown to us in that midseason trailer that we saw. Mm-hmm. It's just so, it's so interesting. And to me, it's like these women both are like turning to the last possible person in a way to yeah. form an alliance. You know, they've yeah. already like gone through everyone else. Yeah. Um, I feel like this, this episode kind of was just a little bit of a letdown. Mm-hmm. After last week's. It's like, how do you, like, how do you compare to what they gave us last week? Like, Bolo, the camera angles of, like, trying to figure out who's who, the arrow pointing, yeah. the uh, the house layouts that we're, like, going through. Like, they gave us so much last week that I'm like, okay, you can give us a little bit of a break this week, editors. Okay. Um, I am kind of more excited for the second half of the season because I feel like we knew this was coming for so long. Like, mm-hmm. the original trailer was really just setting up the Bolo incident. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like, the first half of the season was kind of boring because of that, I thought. Yeah, and kind of when we were watching from afar and checking Peach Report daily, every day, et cetera, et cetera, we kind of thought that the season was going to end with Cynthia's wedding. Yeah. And then it kept going as we saw and saw. So like to see that the mid season trailer is like you get one flash of one shot of Cynthia's wedding. Yeah. And the rest is everything else is exciting. Well, also the fact that the original trailer came out just a few weeks after Cynthia's wedding. Mm -hmm. So, so much had not even occurred when that trailer came out. I know I'm mostly excited and I, I feel like I get my hopes up every year that she's kind of like in the mix a little more. Mm. I'm excited for Shamia. Oh, okay. Because I know she goes to the next trip in new Orleans. So I'm hoping that we're gearing up. She's somebody who I want to see with the peach one day. But I think like, her husband does not want her to have a peach. But things can change, you know? Okay. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we never saw Tanya Sam again. Uh, <laughs> how devastated are you about that? Very sad, obviously. I just was like, after all of this happens, Tanya would go on Instagram Live, like, all the time. And, like, she, like, did a book club and, like, would be, like, talking, like, to motivational speakers. She was trying hard to like run in the other direction from like quote unquote sex scandal mm-hmm. that 
I really wonder what's going on in her mind and what happened between her and her uh, fiance in that mm. hibachi room. Um, we did not get any Tanya confessionals this year, did we? We didn't get one. We must have gotten one. I don't recall. I could be wrong here. Sound off in the comments below. But that would make sense because, like, that would mean she would be filming later and later yeah. after this stuff occurred. Yeah, but, like she, right. she dipped out. Um, it's interesting that like Candy is playing this in so many ways of like I don't want to talk about it. I'm not going to accuse anyone. Blah blah blah. And then she brings Don Juan to to like have the gossip session. I know. I know. Yeah. Because it's it's Candy flying above the drama, but she never really actually flies that high above it. Yeah. Uh, we had like a Drew Portia friendship moment, and then like Drew and Ralph kind of getting into it a little bit about the Bachelorette trip. That scene was interesting and kind of unexpected. How like bold she was with, uh, well, I don't know what happened in Tampa and yeah. like her argument around that. Um, I was like, good for you, Drew. Yeah. But I mean, I'm also still nervous about that entire situation. Yeah. I mean, the whole him, that him moving while she's away is like the strangest thing. Everything about Ralph is strange. Yeah. Like, it's ima- like, imagine all the cameras he set up that she doesn't know about because she was away. Oh, I think about that sometimes about like, oh I just moved God. into a new place and I was like, <laughs> what if? Well, run and, run and don't walk to that like series of TikToks, which is av- available on Twitter as well, of that girl in New York City who, who finds a whole apartment behind the bathroom mirror in her own apartment. That is mortifying. I love, like, I, I was watching it this morning while getting ready and I had to just like stop everything and watch the whole series. I was reading, I went on it to it natively. And once you sent the, Dan loves to send the Twitter link of the TikToks. <laughs> I, so I went and like, I got into my for you page and it eventually came up like really quickly. Mm-hmm. And I was reading some of the comments and there okay. were people, there were like dumb teens being like, oh my God, you should like renovate that space and like make it like a bonus room <laughs> like, that you just have to like climb over a sink to get to <laughs> so stupid i mean also like that apartment had like the beams exposed like she's not gonna renovate the room <laughs> also like that apartment had recently someone had been in it recently because there was like that water there and all that stuff like someone must know this apartment exists yeah i don't know but yeah you, you have to seek this out uh, the only other thing about Atlanta is Kenya and her attorney. Oh yeah. That's always sad when but, she goes into that room, but she tweeted a little follow-up being like, Oh, he withdrew like the divorce proceeding in New York the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that whole scene too, like talking about COVID restrictions and her walking to that office and then they're like sitting there inside and like, they like go to like, but people love the, arm bump oh, yeah. that I think is like popularized by like Joe Biden oh, when God. he was on the campaign trail. No. It's a lot of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So tough to see that, but well, I guess like I'm, I'm excited for the unknown. Same. I'm excited for um, new Orleans. Yeah. Crazy shit always happens to new Orleans. I've famously never been, but I feel like crazy shit happens. Is, is new Orleans pre or post Cynthia wedding? I think it's post because okay. I was like, how are they going on another trip? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Okay, good, good, good. Okay, why don't we check in with the ladies of Dallas on their trip? 
Paging Dr. Moon. Paging Dr. Moon. Yeah. This Once again, we're picking up in the middle of a fight on a trip. I know, but the funny thing is, the funny thing is, we had been on this fight two weeks ago, so it was, like, mm. hard to remember that we were, like, going to be dropped in the middle of this fight. Yeah, yeah. Um, see, like, this was, like, a little bit more interesting because, like, everyone's playing, you know, mm-hmm. versus Atlanta where it's, like, everyone's, like, Kenya, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 1,000%. And, like, even to see... Stephanie Holman jump in the mix with some little digs at Dr. Moon. I was like, what's happening here? Like I was kind of screaming at the TV because Cameron was pulling with Stephanie the same shit that Cameron used to pull. No, I'm sorry. Cameron was pulling with Tiffany the same shit that Cameron used to always pull with Stephanie, where Mm -hmm. Stephanie would try to have like a logical, sensical conversation about a conflict she was having with Cameron and Cameron would just like s- spin her in circles. Mm-hmm. That's the thing with, I've noticed about every fight that involves Dr. Moon on this show. Mm-hmm. She comes at it logically. Yeah. Apologizes quickly and sincerely. Yeah. Yet they never let her leave it at that. Yeah. I mean, listen, her correcting people is obnoxious and her like mm-hmm. explanation for it is not particularly convincing of like, I'm mm-hmm. trying to educate you or like help you as a friend or so. It's like, all right. Sure. Um, but like she kind of can't use like any sort of form of logic with Cameron. There's, yeah. yeah. Cameron just like doesn't pick up anything she's putting down at yeah. all. Um, I there's a lot to talk about this throughout the entire episode, but like Brandy's just so obnoxious. Brandy's so obnoxious, and I feel like her behavior in the last dinner is actually obscene and awful. Oh, like later and on like, in the episode. Yeah, like the oh. way that she confronts Dr. Well, Moon let's, about let's like, save that for a okay, minute. Cause like, okay, I want to okay. build up to that. Cause like here she's just like frolicking around with the stupid captain Dick that she brought. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why are you even here? You're like contributing nothing. You know, when people talk about people who peaked in high school yeah. or something like that, she is classic. She peaked when she was a Dallas cheerleader and yeah. hasn't gotten to get beyond that at all. Yeah. It's like, and then a little bit later in the episode where like Brandy is like outside, like making face, like making her face against the mirror. Mm -hmm. And then kind of, she's like kind of offended that Tiffany's not finding it funny. Like it's not laugh out loud funny just because you put your face against the mirror. I mean like, Kelly Dodd tried that several seasons ago, hun. Yeah. Don't you watch the show? Yeah. Um, I just, I really like Tiffany's face during that. She was just like looking at her like, <laughs> what am I supposed to do with yeah, this? Yeah, and, and like the thing is like Tiffany does play along with like finding a lot of this like low rent humor. Low brow humor, yeah. Like she plays along with it, but it's just like, it's so stupid. I know. Um, I'm glad Deandra decided to not leave. Same. And I'm also glad that she and 
Carrie made up. Yeah. And, like, I actually, like, give Brandy a little bit of credit for, like, that weird exercise on that boat. (laughs) All right, let's take the credit away when we are discussing... Well, first of all, Brandy brings Captain Dick again to Hula Hoop Yoga the next morning. Mm Mm-hmm. But then, what was, like, she has, like, a meltdown because... Tiffany says, oh, those are different pills than what you gave us on the bus ride. Oh, yeah, because one of them were dissolvable pills and one of them wasn't. And she felt as if, like, Tiffany was accusing her of being, like, a pill popper, pill pusher. Yeah. But, like, they were, like, I don't think Tiffany thought they were, like, they were. They were both nausea pills, but they were just different types of nausea pills. Right. And she was just pointing that out because she can read a label and <laughs> is a doctor, but can read a label. That to me is like, Brandy, if you're getting like weird over that, then yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So we're, we're on the boat and that's when like we start having that conversation of like how Brandy feels uncomfortable around Tiffany. Mm-hmm. Which she already told us in the confessional from the pizza party. Right. And we complained about that then because it's like, if you can't like be around someone of another race because you're afraid of saying something racist, like... You you might be racist. <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> it's She seems to think that she can't be quote-unquote funny or use her brand of quote unquote humor yeah. around Tiffany because it's going to offend, but like maybe your humor's racist. I mean, we, we saw yeah. the Snapchat. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't the first time you did that. Well, well, I think it's a combination of that. Plus like Tiffany doesn't like your non-racist humor. Right. Because it's stupid. <laughs> it's been stupid since the jump of the show. And I mean, like, like all this stuff about farts and poop and like all that stuff since the first season. Yeah. Like there's been enough of that. Yeah. Um, so that confrontation at dinner between the two of them. Hmm. It just puts Tiffany in such like an awful spot where she's the bad guy. Here yeah. Because. The logic is, like, you have to jump through, like, seven hula hoops to get to, like, where, like, Brandy's logic is because it doesn't make sense. Tiffany's the bad guy because Brandy feels bad, weird around her because Brandy did something racist that had nothing to do. She hadn't even met Tiffany at that point. Yeah. But the fact is, from the moment Tiffany came on the show, she's been more than gracious. And I think she even talks about this and points it out. She's been more than gracious, understanding, like, comforting et cetera, et cetera, to Brandy, who did something really racist. Yeah. I'm glad that Stephanie and her confessional did not try to, like, treat Brandy with kid gloves. Right, yeah. I appreciated that, too. Yeah, I was happy about that. Um, And then, like, we learn in the preview that Tiffany leaves. I know. And so I'm, like, I curious just feel to see, like... like, where the dinner goes. I know. I feel like they're going to hold that against her too. And she's going to be the villain for that. Yeah. It's the thing is like Tiffany can be 
could be like a great housewife. It's just the 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 cards she's been dealt as far as her castmates are just like yeah. awful. I mean, if Dallas were to continue, I could see a shakeup. Yeah. For sure. Does Brandy even want to be here anymore is well, the question. Well, I mean, she kind of announced her departure and then maybe is not leaving. I don't... It's so stupid. Yeah. Um, why don't we get to the program, I, I think, of this week until... I mean, we're, we're about to watch Summer House, but... We haven't seen Summer House, so we'll see. Yeah, but but New Jersey. Mm-hmm. I'm having so much fun in, in Lake George. I love being in Lake George. I love having Lexi with us. I've said it before and I'll say it again. She is Kristen Takeman. If Kristen Takeman took two wrong turns down the highway. <laughs> and then put on a tie-dye sweatshirt. Exactly. Um, I, uh, that, that breakfast that they cooked up didn't look very exciting. Everyone got like one egg and a sausage. Yeah, it wasn't that great. I mean... Who was in charge of the breakfast? Was it Zia? It was Zia. Zia and Lexi. Zia and then Lexi gave her like a helping hand. If I were to want people in that group to cook for me, it's not Zia and Lexi. Oh, it's really? probably, it's probably Tree. Really? Because isn't it like. Or Dolores. Isn't it all. I don't, I don't know if anyone there is like really up for the challenge. Do we have to like ship in MAGA Kath? Um, didn't. Teresa have multiple cookbooks. I know, but isn't like the allegation that like someone else wrote wrote them all? Well, I mean, she obviously didn't write it, but I think <laughs> she can cook it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, so we're starting off the day with like a nice eleven a.m. shot. It's so interesting that Dolores will do the shots, but then not order a drink at the restaurant. I like that though. I know. It's just like an interesting thing. That's like good behavior, Brendan. (laughs) Well, like, no, I mean like doing a shot at 11 AM at the house before you go to like an actual venue, I would get a drink at the place. I know, but I think like, it's not like she wants to do the shot. She's just doing it for the camaraderie of it all. But then she's like, okay, I already did the shot. Let me not like fall off this boat that we're about to go on. Okay. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, the orders at lunch were pretty interesting in terms of like, we're just, some people are getting just like shrimp cocktail mm-hmm. and then trees getting a crab cake and a fish wrap. That seems like a lot shrimp cocktail. It's like only like them on Christmas. You despise shrimp cocktail. I know. Um, you know, I, I don't mind like a nice artisanal shrimp cocktail. But like, what's an artisanal shrimp cocktail? A shrimp cocktail is pretty straightforward. I know, but I like I I want it like I don't want it f- like in that plastic container from the grocery store. It doesn't need to be in the plastic container from the grocery store. You can like make up the shrimp, yeah. put them in like a different kind of container. Yeah, I feel like your tune is changing from a couple years ago. Maybe you had a secret shrimp cocktail and your life has changed. No, I've had I've had shrimp cocktails in my life, but like. In my, in my, what's seared in my brain is like getting it from like the supermarket, like sitting in that like plastic container. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, so we're having fun at lunch. What are some, I'm trying to remember like some of the the major conversations. Well, everything 
comes back to Jackie, but then they like try to move on from there. Yeah, like we dip in and out of like different stuff. Like we're talking about mm-hmm. Antonia's boyfriend, for instance. Talking about Antonia's boyfriend, and then like Teresa's doing the like typical oh, my daughters won't have a boyfriend at that age. And then Marge is like, well, I actually lost my virginity at 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think that freaked out a lot of the other women. For sure. Um, we head on over to the boat, and I was surprised by how much footage of the crew they left in. Because mm-hmm. I feel like they, they had like a similar setup on not the last season of OC, but the one before. Of them out mm-hmm. on like floating boats, and I don't remember seeing foot like the crew at all. Well, maybe they're doing another below deck spinoff. Mm, yeah. Below decks, Lake George. Yeah. Could you imagine? Wow, <laughs> I would tune in. I'm sure you would. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the prank on Joe Gorga. This, the fact that this was wasn't this in the season trailer? Yeah. The fact that they left this misdirect in the season trailer yeah. is really, really maniacal producing, but I'm here for it. So this was actually teased in the episode preview. Mm-hmm. So Alex and I saw that this was a joke, like leading up to this episode, and it kind of pissed me off. Oh, I'm sorry. But like, I, I think it pissed me off because I learned about it in a preview for the episode. Like if I had learned about it real time watching the episode, I might've felt a different way. Okay. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, Oh, at least like you held, you held it for the, the episode. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. I did love Joe speaking in Italian to Teresa. Same as, as if like, do you think his tactic there was like, I'm going to be on camera? No, it's cause he was talking in front of the kids. Oh, the kids, the kids. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. They should t- they should get those kids into Italian classes. What are you waiting for? Um, but like I I would assume, like given my own experience, that if the if those kids had grandparents that primarily spoke Italian, that they would like be able to piece together what the dad is what Joe is saying cuz like I was able to piece together what Joe was saying without the subtitles. Can you speak Italian? No. Like I probably, they probably can do what I can do, which is like hear it and understand most of the conversation. But when it comes to like forming the words in my mouth, like my brain just doesn't operate that way. Okay. Then I bet I could like do the same, not the same, but I bet I could get close. I bet I could get close. And here's why, because it took Spanish and similar languages. Um, I, I, there's a lot of, there's a lot of similarities to those. I know, but I I just, I can't vouch. I can't say one way or the other. Cause like the way I know Italian is being around Italian, not like kind of knowing it through Spanish. Oh, did you take a language in school? Um, so in middle school, I took Spanish and mm-hmm. it was fine, but like, I feel like middle school language, like they're never really going that deep. Right. Right. Uh, so I didn't realize at that point in middle school, how, bad I was at languages. I mean, despite the fact that my, my grandmother like tried to force me to learn Italian, like officially learn Italian so badly growing up, but mm-hmm. like, I just wasn't there to play. Um, but then when it came around to high school, Latin was an option. And I was like a few seasons in on Buffy and they would like dip in and out of Latin there. Like when they're ca- casting their spells. 
That's like the gayest reason I know, to I know. choose a language. But like, oh the, my but god! But the funny thing is, like, I'm not even like a Buffy person. Like how so many people online are Buffy people. So many people online are Buffy people. Um. So like, I use that stupid reason to to learn Latin. Brendan, I almost fucking failed out of high school because of taking Latin. Wow, and that's also like you went to like school in Manhattan. I I feel like that's very like private school in Manhattan Latin. Well, I mean, I went to like a hard a hard high school, so like yeah. they weren't fucking around with the Latin. Wow, and but like I just my brain between the Italian, the Spanish, the the Latin, and then in college there was like a language requirement for the liberal arts school. Uh, and then I I found out in freshman year in the business school there was no language requirement. So I was like, fuck this. I'm gonna become so a business, business major. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> At Emerson, it was like you could test out of every little requirement from high school so easily. Oh wow. And then you just come in and like learn about like our M- movies. <laughs> movies. Yeah. So I think my brain just does not operate when it comes to like languages but strangely enough like coding and that kind of stuff my brain can can handle are you a coder Car- carly Kloss? i mean like look at come queen.com it wasn't you that put that together was serious i've never actually looked at it uh, i thought it was like one of those link tree sites no, I, I built that little thing <laughs> <laughs> I can code, kind of. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm sure you have a little, a few tricks up your sleeve. I've got, a, I've got some tricks. I can put together a website real good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, back on Lake George. Um. So we resolve that little, that little prank. Uh, before we get to more stuff with the ladies, let's check in with the men. Are, they have to be like shopping a spinoff or something because no. I, I really do. But like no. I think it would be a pretty good show. But like, but I don't like, I don't think so. Cause like, this is what differentiates New Jersey from the other franchises. The others, except back, they used to do this back in um, New York a little bit. And it was always so awkward. Cause it would be like Mario playing pool with Simon Van Campen. Yeah. I mean, the New York husbands like really had nothing to do with each other. But like these men, like all kind of speak the same language, even like mm-hmm. a Dr. Aiden, like, can still hang. Well, because, yeah, they live in Jersey, and you have to be a certain way to live in Jersey, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, the funniest thing is, like, the one who is, like, the least connected in real life to the housewife, Frank Catania, since, like, they're mm-hmm. they're not in a relationship, besides just, like, him being the father of her children, is, like, the one who's kind of the messiest. He's also, like, center meatball as far as, like, he he's the glue he's the glue he's the glue of the men i guess they all kind of like love him yeah of course yeah i did feel bad that like evan couldn't be there because he he was too angry yeah he's so angry um but frank was such a mess he was the one who's like so who believes it's true (laughs) but like you gotta have someone otherwise they're just like complaining about their wives yeah yeah um, okay, why don't we take a call from one Peachlarm? 
Oh my god. Okay. Hey, Brandon and Dan, it's P. Um, I just want to say first, in case there are any stray tree huggers around, that I know that my views are not co-signed by the, the Come Through Queen podcast and should not be taken as such. Um, I know in the past that we've had a theme that Teresa doesn't know what basic words are, the, the plural of ingredients, what cumin is. Um, and we've obviously known that she's not the brightest, but I feel like they've stepped up this season that Teresa is deeply dumb to the point that she doesn't understand what metaphors are and um, just sort of like really basic things about being an adult. And I'm wondering, Dan is sort of a, a doctor of laws, um, per se, as a legal scholar. Would you think that this show could be used against Teresa to, A, either take away her three minor children because she is not smart enough to care for them, or B, be used in some sort of conservatorship process that she is a not mentally well enough adult to be able to care for her own person or her finances, um, would love to hear your thoughts. Um, have a good day. Wow. Thank you, P. I mean, we could always count on him for really going there. We haven't had an installment of P's corner in a second and he came back guns a blazing. Yeah. I mean, uh, interesting that he's like putting the ball in my court because he too is uh, a doctor of the laws as well. I thought y'all were just called lawyers. Yeah, I know. He's just trying to like be silly. Um, but like, this is not mine nor his specialty, I would say, as in terms of like child custody or conservatorships. But I would argue, besides Teresa throwing a like big sweet 16 party for Gabriella in the middle of a pandemic, mm-hmm. her actions here on this episode is actually uh, proving that she is taking care of her kids and her finances. Cause like, I think she might've looked around like the landscape of housewives and been like, fuck Nini, Vicky, Tamra, Mm-hmm. Like all these gals are getting the boot. Like, am I next? Right. Mm-hmm. So she came this season ready to be like in the middle of like the, the story, the main storyline. Whereas like, I think ever since she returned from jail, she's like kind of been on the sidelines other than like going after Kim D and like here or there picking fights. But like in this season, she is like in the thick of it. I would say she's in the thick of it. I mean, like last season she was kind of like, the puppet master mm. kind of. Um, so yeah, she's ready to come in. She was ready to come in guns a blazing. I don't know if she has complex enough thoughts to look around and see mm. Nini and others being fired or demoted. And that would cause a concern. I really don't think she thinks beyond okay. the four walls that are her um, <laughs> cranium, you know? Yeah. I might be giving her too much credit here. So, it's interesting, but I also I I I like that she exists because mm. she makes things interesting. Yeah. But she's such a frustrating person to watch. And I don't understand people who like see her and yeah. are like, I'm gonna hug that tree. Yeah, that is you know <laughs> that is the tree I'm hugging. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even like Dolores is like, is this the tree I'm hugging? sometimes the the tree is for her sometimes the tree is for jackie yeah weirdly yeah interestingly enough 
Um, I mean, they all were kind of like to varying degrees taking Jackie's side. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I know we land in a place where they come to terms in some way. Yeah. We like, we, we don't know until we get there. Um, but what do you think about where Jackie is right now? Cause I know you have some thoughts. Oh, in real life or like in the show, the show and watch happens live. Oh yeah. I just feel like she's like playing it so wrong. Like, I think she, like we didn't, we're not getting footage of Jackie telling Evan the news. Right. So like, so like if we saw that and then he's like so angry and blah, 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 like I'd be like, okay, like I understand that's like a natural reaction. Of course you're probably angry, blah, blah, blah. But like, Mm -hmm. I've said this like the last episode or maybe even the one before, um, like, is that the narrative you want to be spreading is like, he's really angry about this. Right, exactly. Like, I think it's more powerful to come in and be like, you are such a clown. Like, you think you're Mm going to destroy our marriage. Like, you're so rude to come to his birthday and try to, like, start shit. Like, like, I think she would sound so different painting it like that rather than, like, I need you to, like, say this isn't true. Like, like, Mm -hmm. stand in the strength of your relationship, I would say. Yeah, I think that, like, we think Jackie's really, really smart. Mm. And I think she is smart on a lot of levels. Definitely a lot smarter than Teresa. I just think she doesn't let... She gets in her own way a lot. Yeah, Um, I'm thinking even back to the thing, her first season with Jennifer Aiden, where she wrote the blog post about, like, going over to Jennifer's house and, Mm. like, so-and-so. Yeah. And she just, like... First of all, she walked into that without thinking... And then, like, her entire defense of it was just, like, I was never against her. Yeah. I think I even, like, back then was probably, like, Team Jackie in it. But I just, like, she just doesn't know how to, like, defend herself or her marriage in this. And it's, we want to think she's strategic enough to think how you're thinking. But I don't know if she is, Mm -hmm. necessarily. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then, like, I don't know, like, even on Watch Rabbits Live, I feel like it's, like, carrying on to some degree. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I like her and like, I want her on the show and you know, she's the perfect, um, foil for Teresa. Is that what they call yeah, it? Yeah. They call it the in foil. like literature foil in, in literature. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> aluminum. She's the perfect aluminum foil. Uh, I, I am glad that we got a hint of like another storyline in terms of, uh, Jennifer revealing to Dolores what that realtor said to her about ZMLS and Joey Gorga. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And the way that Dolores strategically took in that information when they were sitting on a bed mm-hmm. feet from Melissa yeah. and she had to move to a different bed. That is why there is something about Dolores that is a understated but makes her an excellent housewives. Yeah. And I was thinking about this, like, in relation to the rumored, um, the rumored, what's it called, All-Stars? Yeah. And Dolores's name has been on the list. Oh. I think the rumored list. Oh, may, or maybe, like, my list in my yeah, brain. Yeah, I think it was your list in your brain. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I saw, I think I saw a TikTok where she was included. Okay. But she is the perfect person to have around. Yeah. Because she will, like, strategically play middleman, get all the information out of you, and, like, 
we can work with someone like that. We don't need these all huge personalities on sure. these shows. We need people like Dolores. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, so yeah, I'm like I'm really enjoying the season of Jersey, and I think like that's the kind of the consensus right now. It's even though they pretend COVID doesn't exist, yep. it is a breath of fresh air. Yeah, and I will say it is actually like. I prefer them walking into restaurants wearing masks than I do the Atlanta women walking into places wearing those like face shields. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Yeah. The shields just like make me lose my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, But why don't we take a quick break and we'll be back with summer house. And we are back with a summer house had me on the edge of my seat the whole time. Can I say, is is Summerhouse the heart of Bravo? Summerhouse is the center, like, a uh, chat bubble of the Bravo cinematic universe. Here's the thing. I think, like, Summerhouse has the probably most genuine friendships of most Bravo shows, I would say. Yeah. Which is why we got, like, such an emotional episode today. Yeah, I mean, we're... Picking up with the passing of Carl's brother, Curtis. And, I mean, we've had deaths on Bravo shows, but this seemed like the most real, genuine reactions and interactions. Yeah, because it was like... So, at the end of last week's episode, we got Carl coming to Lindsay's room, his, like, noted longtime, mm-hmm. very close, like, best friends. yeah. And them embracing. But then I just felt like the way the entire house reacted to this, I felt was just like, as far as like dealing with like death and like grief was like pitch perfect. I, I thought they all did like a good job in consoling their friend and like, like giving him space if he wanted space or like just coming in if he needed like to talk for a second and like all of that. Yeah, even the people that are probably the least close to Carl, being Luke and Sierra, mm-hmm. still have meaningful interactions with him. Right, exactly. I just felt it was, like, really, really well done. And then, like, when um, when his mom or when his mom called or, like, he talked to his mom yeah. and we heard, like, a little bit from her, like, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. My tears are flowing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and... Like, it. I mean, it's not a surprise that he's going home for a while. Yeah, and I, I like that he is. I, I had a question about like whether he would or not, given yeah. like COVID and everything. He didn't go to his mom's wedding because of COVID, but I'm glad yeah. he ended up going, um, because he really needs to like be there with his family to process it together. Yeah, I do wonder how that is going to play out in terms of like how long will it take for him to return Mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. Um, But I do also like that they closed out the episode, like acknowledging the brother. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With like a rest in peace. And then uh, with resources to like addiction hotlines and other resources like that. That Um, was really good. I I do have to say the, the person who played this moment, the worst was Hubhouse. Oh, you think so? Well, when she was talking about like how it's affecting her birthday. I thought I took it a different way. I thought she was like kind of being reasonable in the moment being like, I'm getting Mm -hmm. all these like calls from 
people who are mutual friends and I feel weird like being like happy go lucky on these calls and all that kind of stuff and like even Amanda was like well you should have like your moment it's your birthday and it's like your one year anniversary so I think I took it like completely different than you yeah maybe I misread it maybe yeah but I mean like she was such a terror I know but like I I she was a terror at the end of the episode, given like with the oh yeah no the, I'm, that's what I'm leading up to. I'm not talking about terror in terms yeah, of yeah, but like I actually thought yeah. I in my personal opinion I thought she did the stuff in reaction to Carl like well yeah 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 no I'm I was I was leaving this and moving mm-hmm. towards that yeah for sure well yeah um but I guess before we get to that first of all Kyle revealing that they essentially lost seven million dollars worth of sales of Loverboy due to like production constraints. $7 million. Like we have a skinny girl on our hands. I mean, we do. It's like, is it that big? I mean, I, I mentioned on the podcast like a week or two ago that it's in like just a random, like not fancy grocery store by me now. Is that due to you, though? Because I know that the Hearsts are consuming most, or the Curse, rather, are consuming most of the Loverboy in the tri-state area at this I, point. I know, but, like, do, what do you think? Like, they, they feel our presence in the Loverboy, and they're like, oh, we gotta. I mean, maybe. <laughs> Y'all are buying it regularly. I mean, I, so, like, I think I've mentioned on the podcast, like, I'll go over to our big grocery store once every like month and a half or two months and then like fill in the blanks with trips to like just the vegetable store. Oh, the vegetable store. Yeah. Well, the, the I like, I, do you, do you know about vegetable stores? Yeah. It's like, they only really sell vegetables there. Yeah. Yeah. Like I love it. Cause it, number one, it's like, a, it feels a little bit more like open air. It's mm-hmm. like less crowded than the grocery stores and like gets the job done when you're just like filling in the blank with stuff in your freezer. Isn't that what they call farmers markets? Um, Even no, when they're inside. No, because because it, it, I think it's called like fruit and vegetable stores. Okay. Yeah, because it's not like I don't know. I don't know what the distinction is, but like to me in my brain, like I've always known these as like fruit and vegetable stores. Okay. Because like you cool. can't even get you can't get like a meat there or anything. Not a meat to be seen. No, no. I, like the best you're gonna do is like a smoked salmon. You. I'm not really a salmon person. Oh my God, Brendan. Not any sort of, not even like a regular filet? Every once in a while, but it's not like, I like fish. I like fish a lot. Sure, but like, sure, sure, sure. It's, it's, salmon doesn't really do it for me. Well, I think the problem is like salmon could go awry if you overcook it. Like, mm-hmm. It like will go into cat food territory. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm also not somebody who like cooks fish for myself because I'm sure. always afraid of like the fish stench in the house. Mm. Or once you're living alone, like it's going to be a free for all. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Um, okay. But yeah, Loverboy, a success. Great. They picked up the slack. I mean, it was like so real in terms of them, like having to like kind of push through. Cause this was like a work day. They were like, okay, we'll pick up the slack of like, what's going what what Carl was involved with today mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. I do want to mention before we move on from yeah. the Carl stuff, like Kyle being so like affected by it, like mm. seeing his friend in pain. That was like this is what I mean when I'm 
talking about like these people have like some of the closest friendships on Bravo. Yeah. I mean, like, like those two, I would assume like are best friends in real life. Yeah, for sure. So like, that was like, like seeing Kyle tell Sierra in the kitchen and then like mm. Sierra, like comforting Kyle and Kyle's like, well, I don't really need it. Yada, yada. It was like, yeah. it's, it, 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 it's a beautiful moment. Yeah. A beautiful moment. What was maybe not a beautiful moment? The Batula, um, Hannah, Hannah showdown. I have no idea where Hannah's coming from. I just like <laughs> there's, I can't see anything on her side at all. Really, mm-hmm. I, I mean, wish I wish the, someone the one, could explain it to me. The one thing on her side is like, uh, Amanda should definitely like take ownership for throwing a drink but like that was in reaction to a very escalated moment sure and it was like if we're being real it's not like hannah received the drink full force to her face yeah it was like a plastic cup that clinked around in like the downstairs of that house sure 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 it's not like hannah was ever in danger there but even um even Hannah's BFF, Paige, is like, she's she's afraid to say it, but mm-hmm. she is Team Batula in this. She's afraid to go full force. So she's yeah. like trying to play both sides, but then there will be moments where she's definitely Batula. Yeah. I mean, I think like, sh- like she's not f- playing both sides to the extent that would piss off Amanda. Right. Um, like she's saying Hannah's feeling big for her britches. Right. Exactly. But she did say at some point, like, they should both apologize, which, like, maybe. I mean, like, I'm the first to apologize in any sort of, like, conflict. Yeah. So, like, I'm, like, all for apologizing. Yeah. It's actually a joke. I think I've mentioned it here before. It's, like, a joke among my family mm-hmm. that, like, any sort of conflict among my entire extended family, I'm apologizing. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it's, like, apologies are free, you know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, but I do have to say on the other side of the coin, like... Hannah is hitting like a very specific soft spot in terms of like, she keeps going after Amanda and Kyle's relationship. Right. And like Amanda and Kyle this year could not be better. They're great. But like, I think she's trying to like make it like Kyle is pretending he's head of household at all Mm. times. But like, Kyle's head of household. Right. But Hannah doesn't like that. But also, yeah. Hannah, Hannah, maybe you could be up there if you were taking out the trash. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, the thing is, is, like, this plays by the same rules as, like, housewives. Like, the people who've been around the longest are the ones who, like, are the OGs, you know? Rule the roost, yeah. Yeah. So, like, you can't change that. Sure. Um... We had, like, a moment with Luke and Sierra where, like, Luke's still interested. Can you, can I say, anytime Luke is on screen, Mm. it's like, I'm, like, on my phone. I zone out. I don't care. Yeah. He also, like, looks so different to me, and I can't put my finger on what looks so different from last season. Well, he had, like, he had, it's, the thing is, like, he had a consistent short beard last season, and this year we're going from like mountain man to clean shaven. Oh. Like we're jumping around so much. 
That might be it because somebody tried to explain it to me in a different way, mm. but yours makes more sense that like he was like scruffy last year. But it was like scruffy on consistently, like on confessional and then like on camera as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, like I mean, his, I- his, his completely shaven face is like he looks naked and afraid, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think he looks a little bit better that way. It's like growing on me a little bit. Okay, I like the last season look. Okay. I I mean, I like the purpose that he serves in terms of taking Hannah away from the rest of the group so that they can talk about Hannah. <laughs> and then, like, they play tennis, and it's like... the Now her, like, flirting with him on the tennis court or whatever, it's like, we know that you're with, uh, what's his name, the bishop. Like, the bishop. why are we pretending? Yeah. I don't know. And I'm so curious to see... Like, we need a reunion for the season. But I wonder if we're not going to get one because of Summer House. I mean, Winter House. Winter House? Oh my God, that's a good point. How many episodes are there? Because it's kind of like... Like, remember when Jersey filmed back-to-back and they had to Mm -hmm. do a reunion while they were filming the next season? Mm -hmm. And that was just like a mess. Like, you can't Mm -hmm. do that. I know, but like, for these purposes, I would take a virtual reunion where they're filming from different parts of the winter house or mm, something no winter house will be wrapped by the time the reunion needs to air because i was doing the math you mean uh, needs to film oh needs to film yeah i'm sorry uh i was doing the math both dallas and summer house if prior seasons or any indication are gonna finish airing at the beginning of may okay and i have the feeling that this could even be like a longer summer house season mm-hmm. than because Bra- I feel like Bravo is into it right now. Okay. Um, so if we're into the, the beginning of May, like winter house will be long gone. Okay. So then I, no matter what, even if the Jersey example is like, wasn't that great, let's get them on a reunion couch, please. I know. But then like, they're talking about what transpired the previous summer when having everything that goes on in winter house, like that's going to be so awkward. Who cares? It'll be like actually like a fun indicator to see like what, like guess what relationships are what after Winter House. It'll be like mm. we can like kind of predict. I mean, you I, want less programming, okay? No, I don't want less programming. Like, and I, and like I want a reunion so bad. I wish they like filmed a reunion before going to film the Winter House. No, that doesn't make sense either. Um, but I just don't think logistically it's going to work. Okay, well, Debbie Downer doesn't think it'll work. I think it'll work. I think it'll be great when they have the reunion. Okay, let's discuss the birthdays extravaganza. Okay, so a couple things. Mm. I think the effort was there. I thought. I think. I think the thought was there. The thought was there. Um. I think that, like, if we can't go off campus, which we haven't been off yeah. campus yet in Summer House, I'm saying maybe let's bring the table around the corner and it's, like, the grass or something. <laughs> something, not, like, not in full view, you know? Okay, why Why is that? Just because, like, we're just, you're setting up a table on the pool area. Mm-hmm. Like, hire someone to come in and, like, set up, like, a nice little, like, 
experience somewhere on on campus, you know? Okay. Now, see, I wonder, like, I, I'm sure, like, when it comes to, like, main cast members, like, setting up things, like, they're working closely with Bravo production. But I wonder, like, what sort of relationship Steven Stravi has with them. I mean, sure, but, like, he has access to, like, other cast members yeah. to help him out. Like, yeah. he could have gone been to, like, Danielle and been, like, help me rope in let's get some like a few panels of uh some hardwood floor to put out mm. in the grass like they okay. like they did fucking uh skating oh sure, so let's, sure. let's yeah. get a setup like that in a corner where it's just like me and Lindsay, and yeah. we can like have our meal and then let's like take a page from uh the other people's books and like have people come serve us yeah i mean here's the thing like we're all having birthdays in this pandemic and like we're doing fucking zoom birthdays or mm-hmm. like it's the times are tough. Lindsay, like what do you want? A fucking three ring circus. She wants the three ring circus is sadly the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we love Lindsay for this. She's kukuluku. Yeah. I mean, I do have to say, though, like, okay, the thought of let's get food from the restaurant where I asked you to be my girlfriend or whatever mm-hmm. is, like, a is a nice thought. But for, like, him to present it in the, like, takeout packaging, and it felt like it was sitting there for hours. Okay, there's a few things about this <laughs> that he could have done a lot better. Yeah. So, first of all, if you're getting food from the restaurant that – you first asked her to be your girlfriend's get it catered. Don't just order like random off of seamless. Right. Okay. First of all, second of all, make better choices with your ordering. If you are getting it off seamless, like mm. you're ordering fish and chips. Notoriously, the worst thing to order via delivery is what fries. Yeah. Chips. Yeah. Fries. Yeah. 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 So half your meals automatically going to, Say it with me, suck. Yeah, yeah. So he just did every, like, he is not a detail-oriented person, I don't think. Mm -hmm. But, like, he works in, someone made the point, he works in hospitality, so he should be better at this. Yeah, for sure. Um, It just feels like, I don't, like, he didn't do a great job. But also, like, I think what Lindsay wants is going to be hard to find no i agree i mean like i think most of us given the circumstances of the pandemic would be like let's put a blanket on the lawn we can have like a chicken finger and a bottle of wine and like hang out and that would be good for most of us for like our pandemic birthdays yeah but Lindsay hubbard is not most of us well she want i think like she wanted a proposal that would be the saddest proposal over yeah. fish and chips next to that pool. Now I gotta say, the gift that she didn't even get to see was so cute. That was cute, and like that requires a lot of thought. Yeah, the painting of a photo he took of her um, in yeah. Italy, I think. Yeah, that is really cute. But do you display that in your home? Um, I think like the painting wasn't she kind of wearing like sunglasses in it and. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's like generic enough that like you don't know it's her, 
I will say, I will say it looked kind of like uh, something you'd see on the wall at a Buca de Beppo. Or like a coffee shop. Or a coffee shop. Also, he didn't frame it, which is like he was just giving her the canvas. I think that's fine. You think? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Especially like this is a um like a custom little painting for her. I know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean him packing up, we're getting two departures in one day. That's also like if that fight led to you I mean that fight and everything that ha- has happened at Summer House with the sandwiches and everything, mm-hmm. like that one week leads you to pack up and never look back. There's not a lot there. In that I mean, it seems like they had been struggling leading up to this. Mm-hmm. Like they did the trial run of living together and then they were like, oh, let's not live together anymore for a while. And I mean, I got to like give him, give him credit in terms of like, he planned this in the midst of them fighting all week. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. Like I would have been like, fuck you. <laughs> I did love uh, Sierra, like helping him like navigate yeah. everything at some point and then i also like danielle helping her it's funny like wasn't kyle's birthday so much cuter and sweeter yeah as thrown by amanda batula i know kyle's birthday was so fun yeah i wonder like i wonder if there's like a bigger thing with Lindsay and her brain and i wonder if like her freaking out had anything to do with the Carl situation Mm. and like being emotional over that as his friend, but like also being emotional over that as somebody who was like in love with him Mm. previously. Maybe. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I see that. I mean, this was just like from top to bottom, a riveting episode for me. Same, same. Yeah. Loved it. But I think that is a good place for us to hop on over to the Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. Our Freak of the Week and the One True Queen this week both kind of tie into Instagram activities. Mm-hmm. We love Instagram. Yeah, I love it. So in the news this week, in, in case you haven't heard, Dr. Seuss is canceled. Another victim <laughs> of cancel culture, am I right? Um, or so... Leah Mob and Dorinda Medley are chiming in uh, into this whole debate. So in case you haven't heard, like, there are six books in the Dr. Seuss oeuvre. Is that the, is that the word? Oeuvre? Yeah, I think so. Maybe, like, let's just go with library. In, in the library. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, the estate of Dr. Seuss that manages his books that are still under copyright. Um, mm-hmm. I've decided let's not publish anymore because <laughs> there's like racist imagery in it, right? Uh, it's not like The Cat in the Hat or Green Eggs with Ham. It's like books that you wouldn't even know mm. existed really, right? Mm-hmm. So they're not publishing that anymore. So you know what that means? Who canceled it? But it's like, no, they just, the people who make the decision as to whether they even want to like put this book on the shelf anymore is like, let's not do that, right? right. So... So much of like a um, conversation is like Dr. Seuss cancel, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Leah Mob shares a Michael Rappaport Instagram video ranting and raving over this. Like cancel Michael Rappaport. Don't cancel yeah. him, but like, please put him <laughs> into the, like, let's never have him on Bravo again. He's yeah. awful. Uh, 
Liam Mott follows it up with, you can buy Nazi memorabilia on eBay, but not discontinued Dr. Seuss books. Banning books is a slippery slope, no matter how problematic they are. The, the people who publish the books don't want to publish them anymore. <laughs> nobody's nobody's banning them except for the people who have the rights to the books. Yeah. It's not like it's not like a book is coming out and libraries are burning them like back in the day with those Harry Potter books. Um Dorinda Medley comments on Michael Rapaport's post quoting Barack Obama who said in regards to Dr. Seuss, his whimsical wordplay and curious characters inspire children to dream big and remind readers of all ages that a person's a person, no matter how small. Dorinda, do you think like Barack Obama's like, oh, um, yeah, this racist imagery in children's books. Let's keep it going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's just no, there's no like th- critical thought going on here. Oh, there never is. It's just like, <laughs> like share, share, share culture, share somebody else's thoughts. It's yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so that, that, those are our freaks: Liam, Michael Rapaport, Dorinda Medley, Brendan. Well, Matt, Michael Rapaport is always the freak. Yeah, consistent. Um, Brendan, who are the one true queens? So, two other doctors, actually. Mm, mm. Um, we got so... Zeus, and then who else <laughs> do we got? <laughs> this is. This is also from Instagram, and this was just a sisterhood that I saw brewing in some Instagram comments under a post that Dr. Wendy, you know, our fave, uh-huh. posted. And Dr. Tiffany Moon commented, yes, girl, I love me an intelligent, hardworking working woman, sending you lots of love from Dallas. And then Wendy replied to Dr. Tiffany Moon and said, Dr. Moon, Thank you so much, beautiful. The feeling is definitely mutual. Sending you lots of love from Potomac. Exo hearts. I mostly loved this because I feel like Dr. Moon's current peers on her own show aren't good enough for her. Mm. And I want her to like be a bigger part of this overall housewife sisterhood. Sure. And the the ones who like can actually appreciate her for who she is. We need to get on Wash Happens Live before Dallas wraps a Wendy Tiffany duo. Yeah. You know that show The Doctors? It should be recast yes. and it should be Doctor Moon <laughs> and Doctor Wendy. Wow. Love it. Um but I think that is it for this week. Uh you could head on over to comethroughqueen.com Coded by yours truly. Oh my God. <laughs> for, for all your come through queen needs. Um, links to the Patreon where we have our weekly pre-show. We're talking about uh, Brendan's big move to Brooklyn. We're talking about Veneno some more. Minari as well. Uh, so tune into that. And also links to our Instagrams, Twitters, blah, blah, blah. And like, comment, subscribe, harsh retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Come through, Queen. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.